good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, Henny Cup, dude. Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagita, all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and uh, we discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Robert. This portion of the show is supported by Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news, stories, and events from Natives themselves, Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon. I like how you start to show up and, and say I'm right, and uh, that's uh, yeah. always a trap for you when I put that uh, Native issues are human issues, human issues are Native issues, so I appreciate that. Hey, one thing I was somewhat right about, our friends in Wisconsin got beat last night, and uh, it was an intense game. And I guess, you know, Haley, you can say Wendy and I are from New York, too, so we we're hanging hard mm-hmm. for the Giants. Mm, you know, I actually completely forgot <laughs> all about the the backers game. Sorry to our Wisconsin relatives, but yeah, I mean, so was, they lost then. It was a close one. Yeah, they lost, and now there's a, a everybody else in the league is six and seven, going for that last wild card spot. So, and the Vikings are seven and six, so they don't have any any time to uh, deviate from this. Uh, they play the Lions, who are 9-6, and six, two more times, or two times they haven't played them yet. So hopefully uh, if they sweep them, they can tie, tie the Lions for division. Uh, uh, Green Bay, both the teams looked really terrible, and then, uh, uh, then they started playing really well, I thought, in the second half. But enough football talk. I just wanted to give a shout-out and um, – some Kleenex to our our uh, f- our family out in uh, Wisconsin. I know they took oh. it hard. Yeah, I bet. Well, I mean, what else is there to look forward to? It's we're winter, we're snowless almost. Yeah. We we usually have a lot more snow right now, but um, yeah, I was trying to remember what I did <laughs> last night, and I actually <laughs> watched um, that movie that we were talking about just before we started uh, the show here, uh, the Netflix movie. Leave the world behind uh, with yeah. Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. Right. And I watched that yesterday. I actually had to watch it again today just because oh, I really? don't know why. I just love movies like that. And yeah, it, it stuck was... with us. Uh, we watched it the first time, uh, first day it came out on Netflix, and uh, mm-hmm. it was really interesting. I uh, uh, I don't know if it was a, a warning to what's happening now or or yeah. what. It's pretty realistic in, in a lot of in a, in a lot of senses and it kind of kind of freaked me out and then it also was like I'm glad I'm 62 years old oh wow this mm. is scary stuff jeez well yeah and it was like yeah it was it was almost scary relatable right because you're like oh is this gonna happen like is this foreseeing the future um but yeah I would encourage everyone to watch it I thought it was great put together the ending was a little bit threw me off but i don't Mm -hmm. want to ruin it um but just remembering talking about yesterday we had dr state leon from nac native american community clinic and we were talking about dental hygiene (laughs) yeah and (laughs) yeah i think you manifested something for me um because i ended up going and watching this movie and there was a scene um that included teeth i won't give it away but it really freaked me out. And then I had a bad dream about it, which is something you said. I think you mentioned having bad dreams about teeth or something. And then and then it happened. Yeah. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, our friend uh, Jace. Jace just uh, mentioned a few things on our uh, on our um, uh, uh whatever we're whatever platform we're on yeah um <laughs> but i just want to give jace a big shout out he's a big influencer on tiktok and uh i don't know if i should say his whole name but uh it is right there on the screen so i'll say jace Rowe. uh look him up on tiktok he has great things uh on there and uh we really appreciate him listening in and we'll have to have him as a guest again but jace mm-hmm. Rowe, uh just a 
he uh, also said this. I don't know if you can see that. He uh, when I said I was sixty two, he went hola hola. <laughs> <laughs> so Baby yeah. Elder. Yeah, AK Auntie Jace. All right. Yeah, cool. Greetings. Hey, uh, we got a, a, f a fun show tonight, too, uh, Haley. Uh, later on in the show, we're going to have uh, a couple guests from uh, the play, The Christmas in Ochapi, and uh, we're ready to go see it a couple more times coming up here, and we're excited. Uh, it's ending up, and uh, our friend Amber, who we've met in other places, is uh, going to be on, and she's a, a fashion designer, and she's also working uh, as the costume designer in this play. So we have a lot to talk to her about, and uh, we love grilling people that haven't been on our show before. I see Amber's smiling. She's in the bullpen right there. Don't um, make her scared. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you know I'm kidding, Amber. But, yeah, we're excited uh, to talk more about the play, and I think it's really important that people come out and support local theater. And we talk about local theater, local artists to Haley, and how important it is. Um, you were able to make it out to Shakopee and saw a lot of local artists out there. Uh, what was your uh, – I was still uh, covid recovering from covid uh and didn't feel up to it i know yeah well thanks for bringing that up because i actually was gonna talk about some of the things that i purchased out there at the Ooh. market i did go over my budget but i oh. think yeah it's christmas. Well, christmas the christmas bonus you get from uh, native Roots radio <laughs> will make up for that there you go. I'll hold you to that. But um, <laughs> we found, I went with my friend Al um, over at NACD and um, we got some good stuff. I found, oh no, now I'm going to wish I remembered uh, the names of these vendors Art, too. Yeah. Um, but we found very beautiful, the birch makers, the birch ornaments. So I got mm. a moose ornament made out of a birch tree. And that reminds moose. me, have you seen that AI uh, on Facebook? There's a person uh, supposedly riding a moose. That's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the great thing with uh, artificial intelligence. They can do things like that. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have, so we got the moose. There was one in the moose, and then there was one in the shape of an eagle. And then they made these really cute canoes. Um and yeah, I got two of those in a in different color and then also just some jewelry and, and very, I saw the most beautifully designed earrings out there. Um, so yeah, that was the Shakopee art market that happened this past Thursday through Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, and it was fun. It was, it was busy and yeah, it was, a, it was great weather too to do some shopping. Indoors. Yeah. Uh, great community out there. And uh, we, we, uh, we love going out there, you know, uh, we're excited. Are you going to go out and check out uh, the Christmas in Ochapi again, uh, Haley? I hope so. I'm planning on going to this Sunday, um, yeah. which is their last performance, right? Yeah, you better get tickets because I do believe the, the weekend sells out. So okay. we'll have to talk to Amber a little bit about that, and that'll be part of our grilling session You'll have a timer, Amber, and everything. No, I'm just kidding. I'm watching <laughs> Amber and the bullpen. Just kidding, Amber. We're going to uh, – but – you know, it, it's exciting. Theater's exciting, and uh, we're really excited to have these guys. Uh, we're going to also have um, James Harbin on, too, a little later, and he's an actor and a musician, and he's in the play, too. And just to get a nice perspective and uh, and get people out there to, to go out and watch it, it's, you know, there's a cost, but there's also, if you can't afford the cost, there's also, they work out um, what you can afford to pay, and I think that is the definition of a, a community theater. Right, exactly. So I think you can get your tickets. It's Brown Paper Bag or NewNativeTheater.org. And this specific production that we are talking about is A Christmas in Old Shoppy, written by Montana Cypress. Um, and yeah, this is going on now. It's at New Native Theater is putting this on, but it's um, being performed at the Red Eye Theater off of Snelling there in Minneapolis. Well, what's interesting is uh, you are really good at this, Haley, because for years I've always put a T-H-E in front of Native Theater, and it isn't the new Native Theater. It's new Native Theater. So yes. <laughs> correct me if I do that, because I know um, when we've had the founder on a few times, I've thrown that, threw that in there, and she gave me the eyebrow up and... We don't want to do that in the next segment. Hey, up next, we got Amber, and we're going to be talking a uh, play and uh, her designs, and she's a big-time designer, and uh, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk, talk, talk. And that's what we do here, right? Yes, absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. 
Unwanted sexting or photos, inappropriate jokes, even tickling or wrestling can feel like a violation. Catcalling, cornering, or groping, getting them drunk or high for sex, recording sexual acts without permission, hurting someone because of their sexual orientation, ripping a family member, a child, a date, a friend, a stranger, purchasing a human being for sex. You make the choice every single time. Sexual violence is many things. Make a choice. Do not do it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. As we gear up for the holiday season, let's prioritize the safety of our community, especially our cherished elders and loved ones. As you plan your holiday gatherings, remember... Whether you're young or in good health, you could still unknowingly spread COVID-19. The key to a safer celebration is getting vaccinated. The newest vaccines are authorized, effective against current variants, and FDA approved for ages six months and up. So here's the call to action. Be a vaccinative. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Getting vaccinated before your holiday gatherings is a powerful way to ensure a safer and happier time for everyone. Let's honor our elders by preserving their wisdom and stories for generations to come. So be a vaccinative this holiday season. Find more information, including clinics with free vaccines at vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, 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 we have Amber on. Amber, you're a leech laker, huh? I think my uh, son-in-law is a leech laker, too. Oh, uh, we're related somehow, I think. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow. Always. <laughs> exactly. Hey, welcome to Native Roots Radio. We're really happy to have you on. Yeah, I'm glad to be on. It's really good to see you, and uh, I, uh, I, it was really fun to see you at the opening of the play. We were there a couple Fridays ago, and uh, we just want to have a conversation with you. We know you're uh, a fashion designer, and you're also working as a costume designer in this play, uh, The Christmas No Choppy. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, so my name is Amber Bucanaga. I'm enrolled at Leech Lake. I, um, I grew up on the Mille Lacs Band Reservation. Um, I'm a fashion designer, a teaching artist, um, and currently I'm costume designing for New Native Theater, New Native Theater's play, Christmas Snow Chopping. Awesome. Is that fun watching that? Are you there every night uh, making sure um, that if somebody rips her jeans, you got you know uh, that's, some Velcro yeah. ready to, to fix that up? Yeah, so I there there's been a few shows that I haven't been at, but I do go as much as I can because that is something I'm worried about. Like, <laughs> if there's something that goes wrong, something that needs to be fixed. Yeah. Yep. So did you did you help pick out uh, uh, my Hinu's uh, wigs because I didn't recognize her at first? Oh my god, she looks so good in it too. <laughs> um, I so I didn't help pick it out. I just kind of you know, gave them an idea of what we wanted our hair to look like. And then um, one of the producers, Trey, he knows more about wigs than I do. So I let him handle that. Yeah, (laughs) That's awesome. So that's just, uh, before we get, I want to talk about your your designing. uh, But before Mm -hmm. we get to that, I just want to ask you a couple more questions about uh, specifically what a costume designer does. And so would you, would you figure out when the play is being taken place and then look at uh, what, what they wore in that era and then, and then pick out stuff personality wise? Is that how that goes? Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. I, so I read the script and I went to like the first few rehearsals and then from there I kind of, you know, that let me know where, what, 
point in time the play is set in and the personalities of the characters. Um, and then I did like have individual conversations with each of the actors about, you know, how they see their character. I had a meeting with the director about that too. Um, so that kind of set generally what they would look like. But I also wanted to be very authentic in what the style was then. Mm-hmm. So, so finding actual clothes from the 80s, vintage things was kind of where I began. So I kind of found what was available um, for each actor and then kind of narrowed down from there. There, there seems to be no uh, costume change, correct? And I think New Native Theater is pretty famous for that because the last there's actually not- four. What? Um, so the first two, so Maria and Leroy open the play and they're dressed in robes. Yes. There's that. Oh, you're right. That's um, right. The corrections officer, and then um, what? I feel like there was four. Oh, and um, Donnie Boy in the beginning also. That's right. That's oh, yeah. Right. Yep. 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 Yeah. So this takes place in, I'm just reading the um, the brochure here. So this, we were reading it. I remember too. I remember seeing the set and you had the, the checkerboard um, kitchen floor tiles painted on there. And mm-hmm. it was just so 70s. It looked 70s, but then we were reading it and um, it was, this takes place in 1987, A Christmas in Ochoapi. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's when Ronald Reagan is president and MTV <laughs> actually played videos, right? Yeah. Well, and also, if you remember, you two are too young for this, but uh, in the 80s, I, I had a haircut that was business in the front and party in the back, <laughs> and they were called mullets. Mm-hmm. And they were very fashionable back in the 80s. I just wanted to throw that out there. But it's funny, when it comes to fashions, Amber, uh, for designing, a lot of the stuff overlaps decades, too. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. Um, You know, I think that's kind of where you see, even with the set, like I had nothing to do with that, but like, you know, they're still going to have designs or um, elements in their home that are still from the 70s or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So, you know, I kept that in mind that like things do overlap (laughs) or they happen again you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's my, my Gaga always said, my grandma always said, you know, uh, save your clothes. They're going to come back in, in fashion in it's 20 really years. It's true. They do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I, and I, it's just like uh, the bell bottoms. I loved my bell bottoms back in the day, mm-hmm. but that's another yeah. show. Hey, Amber, talk a little mm-hmm. bit about uh, your designing. Now, I heard rumors like you're one of those big shot designers in New York. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I have shown at New York Fashion yes. Week a few times, yes. 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 You've been at New York Fashion Week multiple times, right, Amber? Yeah. Um, it's been three times now, and then I'm preparing to go again this February. Wow. Oh, it's in February. What, what was mm-hmm. that like? Was that, like, your first experience out there? How did that happen? Or what um, was that so like? The first time that I went was in 2019, and I and I had a co-designer, so that's the person who, you know, um, applied and found the company that we showed with. Um, so that's kind of what was my introduction to it. Um, and in that collection, I designed fifteen looks, and that's that's a huge wow. collection. So that yeah. my first time was probably the most looks I've done for a collection. And then, um, you know. Uh, and then I ended up showing around the state in Wisconsin a lot in in between that time, between 2019 and COVID. Um, yeah. yeah. So then um, my very next time was September 2022. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Where, yeah. where did you uh, learn how to design clothes? Um this is always a, a tough question to answer because I, I didn't like outright learn how to sew clothes from anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, we did a lot of like powwowing when I was young. So mm-hmm. I was around a lot of people who sewed regalia or um, I went to school in Mille Lacs. So 
I was around a lot of people who were like making blankets and stuff. And that was just kind of part of our art classes was, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of the things that I use now. Um, And, and then my grandma is kind of the one who first showed me how to use a sewing machine. Um, And then there was like, you know, programs around the res where there was like, you know, classes every so often. Mm -hmm. One of the people that I, I like to mention is Winnie LaPrairie. Um, She's, she was she's somebody who's kind of been a constant um since i moved to the res and um she just recently passed um but she um i learned a lot from her yeah so i guess i just picked up things and then i kind of started with ribbon skirts and and accessories like bags and belts and stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah and then kind of made the decision in about like 2017 or yeah, probably 2017 to like go full in and, you know, yeah. yeah quit my job and do art. So, nice. Wow. That's you obviously awesome. have the eye and, and the talent for it. So where can we see you. uh, your designs and uh, do you start, uh, do you start with pen and pay, pen, pencil or is it out of your mind and you start sewing or how does that work? Most of the time it is um, just from my mind to, you know what it ends up being cool. uh, that's like most of the time um but when i'm doing a collection i kind of really have to plan things out because it there needs to be cohesion and have a purpose and um it needs to fit people you know yeah. like I, I have to choose models ahead of time usually so oh. i want to you know things to fit um not always but sometimes do you do any um, men designs yeah yeah, so like one of, I was just talking with somebody about this yesterday. Um, one of my main um, goals in my creating is that I'm inclusive and um, there's diversity in my clothes. So mm-hmm. I, I and, it, and it kind of reflects the way that I style myself too, is that it's, you know, it's not conforming to any gender or or even sizes. Um, there's a lot of my garments that are adjustable so that they fit a range of sizes or um, can be styled differently to to a masculine or feminine um, presentation. So, um, that. yeah. yeah. That is cool. And I've seen that a lot in, uh, or not a lot, but I do notice that in uh, a lot of native fashion. And just to throw it out there too, I'm 6'2", uh, 205. So if you need a, a model uh, to do a cool ribbon shirt or something, I can walk around that with you. <laughs> yeah. Where can we see your designs? I wanted to ask you that real quick before. Um, we, uh, right now, Instagram is kind of the best way to see them. And, yeah. and how, what's your name on Instagram? Um, it's a uh, Bacanaga Social Club underscore in between the three words, um, and I just uploaded new reels so that like my full previous collection is there so that I'm ready for posting things. Wow, Amber, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you had as much fun as we did because uh, really interesting, and we really want to applaud artists like you on and uh, and let the world know about people like you. So we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, Amber, yes, if you want to hang on, you. if you want to hang on with us with James, um, he's one of your yeah, actors. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fun. It's going to be a big party, Amber. We're going to have James yeah. on next. Hey, <laughs> you're listening to Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. And up next, we're going to have James Harbin, actor, musician. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts, available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP 
along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. As we age, it's important to invest in our health and to help protect it. Like the flu, COVID-19 is always changing. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your vaccines. By getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines, you can renew your body's defenses and lower the risk of getting sick. Get your health boost and protect yourself against the flu and COVID-19. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. As we gear up for the holidays, let's keep our friends, relatives, and elders protected from COVID-19. Even though the emergency declaration is over, COVID-19 is still a concern, especially for those with compromised immune systems. So when you get together this holiday season, opt for outdoor gatherings if weather permits or well-ventilated indoor spaces. And here's a tough one. If you're feeling unwell before your gathering, stay home. It may not be much fun, but it goes a long way towards keeping our cherished elders healthy. After your event, keep an eye on your health. Test if you notice symptoms. If you're traveling in crowded places like airports, put on a mask for that extra layer of protection. Let's make this holiday season the healthiest ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more tips, visit health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let let howl. howl. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Cloudy tonight with a low of 21, then partly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 38. For more than 40 years, the Great Wall Restaurant has been serving up Szechuan and Mandarin favorites. The Great Wall is located just north of 50th in France on the Minneapolis Edina City Line. Check them out at greatwallrestaurant.us. Here. I am in uh, Colvin 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Only the good stuff keeps us awake. Yes, good way to put that. We love the Steve's Dark Roast, Extra Extra Dark Roast. It really uh, is delicious, and I don't like anything with my coffee, so it's even more delicious. Hey, uh, we are back with Amber uh, Bucanega, and also we have uh, James Harbin, who is an actor in the play that we've been talking about and a musician, and also I want to just say... uh, James is my latest Facebook friend, so welcome uh, to Native Books Radio. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is James Harvin. I am an actor and musician, Afro-Indigenous, which means Black, um, at Noah and Rappahannock Descent. Right on. Hey, uh, saw the play. We've seen the play. We're going to come out again. Uh, you do a great job. Uh, a foil to uh, the father and uh, in, in a good way. And uh, I, I like uh, the, your partner. She's a, a snappy uh, Latino ex, uh, uh, indigenous uh, a, a character, and uh, it just makes a lot of fun. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, James. 
Um, well, I'm originally from Harlem, New York. Then I Ooh. transplanted to Virginia. Um, I grew up uh, just really immersed in music and poetry my entire life. So when I would go on to Subway, that's kind of where I got immersed into music and kind of fell in love with it. Um, then when I moved to Virginia, I kind of fell in love with being in uh, nature. Um, turns out uh, I've been in foster care. So my life has kind of been topsy-turvy, but turns out my family was actually from Virginia. So I found my way in the home state of my family and where they're from. So uh, it's been good in the last uh, year or so to reconnect with my family and learn more about them and their heritage and culture, um, the Virginia natives in um, uh, the East Coast of Virginia. So that's been really cool. Um, and on the father's side is uh, uh, Mexica or Mexican um, and now with descent. So I've been doing music for almost my entire life and acting has kind of been this new thing for me in a sense. I've done Glee Club. I've been infatuated with theater by going to Broadway as a kid, but now um, as an adult, I just feel like I had to really prove myself on this stage with New Native Theater because I haven't been in it in so long. I'm 27, so the last time I've done a production in high school, I was 17, so that's 10 years. So I've been that far removed from it. Um, but this has been a true joy to be a part of because this, this cast is like family, for sure. Yeah, it's a positive vibe all the way, and uh, it's awesome that you found your family. I'm an adoptee, and uh, I so I know where you're coming from with the foster care uh, system, and uh, so uh, kudos for uh, learning uh, who you are because you've always been that person, and uh, yeah. um, and that's great. And uh, again, a lot of kudos. It's always interesting for me uh, being a I'm, I'm a hack musician. I've played trumpet for 50 years or 60 years now, but. Uh, it's always interesting. It seems like there's that fine line between musician and actor. And uh, I mean, when you're doing a solo, you're acting, you're improvising, you're working within a constraints of a chord structure, but, and then you're doing the same thing as an actor uh, in the constraints of a, of a script. That's true. Um, the, the one thing that I believe being a musician has kind of taught me is just having to go with the flow. You know what I mean? I, I just remember a, Miles Davis's um, one of his musicians had kind of messed up and then he had to play on it. And then the biggest thing he, he shared with that musician was that you didn't mess up. We just found a new way to go about it. Right? Um, right. So when we're on stage and we're constantly hitting these lines and, you know, maybe something drops, it's like, how do you play off of that? How do you keep this, mm -hmm. this whole thing moving forward? Um, and so being a musician has kind of prepared me for that. And I've really enjoyed doing it. And I, I can tell because uh, Thomas, um, who plays my brother, mm -hmm. he is a phenomenal musician and he's also doing the same thing. So when I see that happen, I'm like, you know, he's used to it because being on stage is, is his, his uh, comfort zone. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think also too, Miles, what I like Miles had to say at one time was like, uh, the first note isn't the mistake, it's the second note. So like, you know, you got to play that, play that note as if it's you own that note and it's for real and it's part of the chord structure. It's the second note. If you if you know, and I always used to tell uh, my talent because I used to teach high school uh, film and video that mm. don't cor you know correct yourself and move on. Don't dig that deeper hole. And it's funny uh, you mentioned Thomas too, and I know by watching him in the last play, he doesn't seem to play the same part uh, the same. Uh, is that keep you on your toes or how, how do you feel about that? Because I know for me as a, as an actor, that would be kind of uh, hard for me, but I guess, you know, other people it's different, but you know, I don't know. How do you, how does, how does that work? Does that keep you just on your toes more or? You know, it keeps us on our toes, I think, but Thomas is fairly consistent. I will say that he knows okay. his lines. He goes with it. Um, the only things that I will say changes from night to night happens to be how far he exerts himself physically. Oh. When he is doing the fight scenes, yeah. <laughs> he may jump four feet in the air one day and he might come down, you know, if he does it one day, he's probably going to do two feet the next day because it's been hard on him. Um, <laughs> but it's the, <laughs> you know, it's just the electrifying feeling of when he's going through these, you know, really physical scenes. Um, they may change a little bit. And even in that, he still stays in the pocket of what the fight choreographer has crafted for us. But, oh. you know, 
going about it, uh, it, it changes through from day to day. Sometimes I feel um, he he may add some no uh, in the second fight. You've noticed where he has a golf club. I ain't going to spoil it, but right. that kind of changes sometimes, and we kind of have to go with it. Sometimes I'm, mm-hmm. I'm battling with him. I'm like okay, what is he going to do next so that I can prepare my next move? And so that part, I will say, is pretty much a guessing game. And I'm yeah. kind of having to just feel, feel Thomas out. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to see that that padding behind the couch was only like an inch thick because he really did fly up in the air. It was like, whoa, I was thinking a bed was going to be back there. Amber, uh, what, do you, what, do you think of, uh, what do you think of our guest here, James? Uh, is he one of your favorite actors? Because it's a, it's a low-key situation, and I like how, uh, how he plays it because there's a lot of craziness and fun fun going on and i just got to say this too you guys probably know this but my wife wendy who's on the show a lot uh she's vegan so it was like awesome surprise to hear <laughs> that our, our uh, he knew uh jaleesa was uh, part was a vegan too yeah yeah i think i think dressing um james and rebecca was probably my favorite it changes all the time every time i'm at a show i'm just like my favorite kind of changes but they they really had a specific look and it was really fun finding their clothes for sure. Awesome. I think Go the ahead. first, the night that we were there, the opening night, um, just talking about things changing and having to uh, react to it or just play around it. Um, there was a prop that I think it was like a glass <laughs> cup that broke or something. And I thought that was supposed to happen and, and they reacted to it. Like it was just written in the play. So bravo for that reaction and just kind of adding it in you know um i believe if i'm not mistaken that was bradley um bradley's a real seasoned actor i actually worked with him a little bit while i was in new york and not on stage um i was filming or recording one of his plays and it was really cool to see that when i was doing when i was auditioning for this production he had was in the rehearsal and I was like, Bradley? <laughs> and so, you know, just to see a familiar face, even though I had just moved here, was really cool to see. Um, but Bradley is so seasoned. Like when that happened, I, I literally, I looked over and I was like, he got it. I don't even have to worry about it. But mm-hmm. um, there was a moment in the last two plays uh, that these, these new cups that we have in place have kind of toppled a little bit, but everybody works with it so well. Jaleesa literally just moves on with it. She might knock it out and just make it a part of the show. And I just love how she bounces back from that. Yeah, that's oh. awesome. Yeah, I, well now, geez, more we talk about this, Amber, the more we want to come the next few days. Uh, can somebody uh, uh, give uh, the times and uh, how, how, uh, where, where to get tickets again? Or if you want to do that, Haley? Yeah, well, I know you can get your tickets at Brown Paper Bag um, by just searching New Native Theater, uh, or I, I believe Red Eye Theater might have them too because it's at that location. Um, and then also newnativetheater.org, um, and it is pay what you can, So, but they uh, recommend a price of 30 um, And then, yeah, I'm not sure uh, what the times are if, if either of you want to list those. 7.30 um, uh, Wednesday through Saturday, and then the, the final show, I believe, is at 2. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, the final show is at two on Sunday, and that's uh, that's one that you want to go to because it's always they're always sold out, and uh, you want to go to all of them. But uh, that's where the tears come in, and you guys won't see each other again until the next play. And and uh, yeah. you guys, uh, can you uh, tell me a little bit? I know I was a little butt hurt because I wasn't part of the cast, but I know Friday night uh, we uh, heard that you guys were doing karaoke, and I heard rumors that it was an amazing party. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like all amazing singers too. Yeah, they all are. I... There's there's a lot of them that can sing really good. What? How about uh, you, Amber? Charlie. How did you do? Oh no, karaoke's not for me. There was a lot of people pressuring me. Oh. It's not for me. I guess we're not going <laughs> to ask to sing on Native Roots Radio then. Okay. <laughs> she didn't but it was a it was a fantastic time and it what we fun. saw from that that evening is that people who were a little bit more closed off opened up and it really just helped with the cast chemistry i mean that moment that evening was so needed uh it helped with the chemistry people are now like just oh, really good with each other it was it was good not saying that we weren't good with each other before no. but when you when you're uninhibited with the mic in your hand singing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some random song somebody else picked for you, 
yeah, oh. it, it opens it oh, up. Is, is that how it went? Uh, somebody picked a song for you? Um, some people chose to do it that way. They, uh, wow. just, they'll write their name down and then put a song beside it, and you just got to sing. Wow, that's wow. interesting because I don't know if you guys know this, but when we're on our boat, we always do karaoke uh, uh, on our pontoon, and uh, we get to pick our own songs. But that's really interesting. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't want this to end. Can you guys hold on for a little bit more? Uh, we're gonna have a quick break here, and I know uh, you guys, this is your day off, and you want to relax, but it'd be great to have you on just for a few more minutes. Um, are you okay oh, yeah. with that, Amber? Yep. Right on. I, I feel your excitement coming through the. the... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio presents. I'm awake, and we're gonna be right back and talk more theater and design and um, the play. Christmas and Ochapi. Stay with us. Unveil the captivating world of Native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts Native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of Indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts, available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. As we age, it's important to invest in our health and to help protect it. Like the flu, COVID-19 is always changing. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your vaccines. By getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines, you can renew your body's defenses and lower the risk of getting sick. Get your health boost and protect yourself against the flu and COVID-19. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh! Uh, we didn't hear Amber or our uh, guest, James. We have to do that again. I didn't yeah. give them the heads up. That's my bad. That's all right. We can do it again. They're actors and designers and artists. They can do it. Do it, Haley. This Howling portion. for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? We love that one. Yeah, thanks, Amber. I, I could feel it. You were thinking it hard that you were going to howl. I could, I could feel that. Hey, Amber, uh, can you give everybody uh, your Instagram again uh, before we let you go? It would be really good for people to come check you out and uh, look at the designs you're doing and, uh, and support you. Instagram is Bakanaga underscore social underscore club. Exciting. Bakanaga underscore social underscore underscore club. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Well, we got only got a few minutes left here, and I know you guys were only going to be on for a little bit, so I won't keep you too much longer. But uh, James, uh, how can we see? Uh, do you have a, a Facebook or a, a, a other than your personal one that you friended me on? But uh, do you have an actor one or a musician one or? A, any social media out there that we can direct people to? Yes. Um, my, I guess, performance-based Instagram would be um, underscore James Harvin. And uh, that probably would be the best thing. But, however, I do have a clothing collection myself. Um, and that hey. is through, yeah, I do have a clothing collection. And it's designed for our, our Afro-Indigenous relatives, right? So um, I, I wore a shirt and it had... Um, 
you know, black indigenous and proud on it. And a lot of people, you know, saw it and liked it. And then, um, I know a lot of people were getting those shirts and then I was like, I should create my own. And so I mean, Amber and I came up with uh, duality is my reality. And oh. I do a whole, I do all the screen printing. It has, I am Afro indigenous and you can follow, um, that clothing line because line because we're going to be doing hoodies, sweaters, and long sleeve t sh um, shirts uh, pretty soon, um, and you can catch that at Duality Collection um, at Duality Collection on Instagram. Wow! How and exciting! You, yep, that's really so, exciting. Go ahead, James. You are doing some work with NAC too. Is is that correct with a Native American Community Clinic with some events coming yes. up? Yes, I'm the research and evaluation coordinator at NAC. And so we have two amazing uh, community engagement events that I think that the, the indigenous or Native American community in the Twin Cities should definitely come out to. Um, we're creating a health and wellness assessment for the Minnesota Department of Health. However, this is only going to be curated with the voices of the people. So by coming out on December 18th or December 19th, one will be held at Ames in St. Paul and the other one will be held at the East Village uh, Cultural and Community Center. Um, both will be held from four to seven. In this three hour time period, it's gonna be an integrative study. You walk around from station to station answering these questions honestly with like either sticky notes. It's gonna be real fun and interactive. We have thing, coloring books and things for our kids. Um, the December 18th will be hosted by natives. So they'll be catering. Um, the food for that one. And then on December 19th, we'll be uh, having Tricks of Tacos, uh, have, uh, have our meals there for um, the 19th at East Village Community Center. And the first 120 participants will get a $10 gift card. So I've already received some calls and people being interested in it, but we definitely want everybody to be involved because the voices need to be heard to curate this health and wellness plan for MDH. Wow, again, exciting, and uh, uh, that's an exciting event, and uh, the more knowledge we have about ourselves, uh, the better that we can serve ourselves in uh, community uh, support. I just want to give a quick shout-out to both you guys uh, working together on designs, and that's that's awesome, and as you probably know, uh, my family has a store, and uh, we'll, we'll be looking for those wholesale prices. ho -wah. <laughs> No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> but yeah, I dig it. You know, any any last words before we let you go, uh, James and Amber? Uh, we really appreciate you having having you guys on here, and we can't wait to see you again. Nope, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, right. thank you for on, guys. you know making this space available for sure. I mean, again, a Christmas in Ochapi is definitely a must see. So come on out. Yeah, definitely. Wow, thank you so much, you guys. Have a have a great day, and we'll be seeing you soon. Ho wah. Wow, right on. Take it easy. Wow, that was awesome. Um, some young warriors doing it up uh, and uh, taking care of business. Uh, and, know. you know, in the art scene, and art's a very fluid word, and we have actors, musicians, and artists, and and T-shirt makers and things like that. So that's important our people. It's amazing. And I just love hearing... Um, just the younger generations creating so much, whether that's through um, designing T-shirts or <laughs> going to New York Fashion Week and representing right. there or, um, you know, acting and whether that's painting, you know, any way right. you're creating um, is amazing. And, and just to put your own indivi individuality out there um, and to be yourself. And I just got to give a huge... I didn't know that about Amber's um, clothing, that they're so inclusive and that um, they're gender neutral and the sizes are neutral because the baggy stuff, I mean, the baggy oversized clothing has definitely made its way in. So that's very popular. So I'm excited for her. And if you're going to be paying attention to this uh, 2024's February New York Fashion Week, definitely uh, keep an eye out for some of Amber's stuff. Yeah, maybe we can, to Wendy and I, can try and make sure we're out there during that time. Um, that would be very cool. So cool. And then, um, yeah, so James um, is from Virginia, mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, and then he knew Bradley. He he worked with Bradley, too. Yeah. And now what you said, he's working with Na Native American Community uh, Clinic now, too. So yeah. it sounds like he's moving here for a while, at least. 
Yeah. Yep. I think they both um, reside now in um, the Twin Cities. So it's yeah. very cool to uh, be involved with the community and all the happenings that are going on here in our urban communities as well. Definitely. Well, what do we got going on the rest of the week here? We have jam-packed shows happening. Uh, any special things that we should uh, let our listeners know that that's coming up? Well, tomorrow we have our two uh, superstars back. We've got Arvina from uh, Ho-Chunk Nation, Wisconsin will be on. And we got Bob Lake from Red Lake, owner of Solar Bear. Uh, Solar Bear with the Solar News will be back <laughs> stopping in uh, tomorrow. But um, while we're um, on the, talk the topic of acting, I know, Dago, we talked about this yesterday at the beginning of the show. Um, one of the movies that we've talked about, Killers of the Flower Moon, right. they are nominated for seven Golden Globe, um, tied for third most with Poor Things, and actually behind Barbie and Oppenheimer. Did yeah. you see either of those, Dega? Uh, I saw Barbie. Uh, oh, you did? Was, uh, we, we rented, we didn't go in the theater, and it was uh, a very cool political statement. Um, and it was it was very awesome, and uh, we and Wendy and I enjoyed that aspect. I will see Oppenheimer soon. I've heard the buzz on that, but also when it comes to uh, at least it used to be when it came to um, the Golden Globes, that was a precursor to what you're going to see in the Academy Awards. A lot right. of times, the same people with the best director, or best supporting actor, will be the same people in the Academy Awards. So. That in itself is very exciting because, uh, um, you know, our, our relative uh, for best uh, act, actress, uh, Lily, is going to probably be up for an Academy Award, too. Yeah, so Killers of the Flower Moon is up for Best Motion Picture Drama. Uh, Lily Gladstone, Best Performance for a Female Actor in a Motion Picture. Uh, best Director for Motion Picture, Martin Scorsese. Best, for, best Performance of a Male Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, Leonardo DiCaprio. Best Original Score for Motion Picture, Robbie Robertson. Best Supporting Male Actor in Any Motion Picture, Robert De Niro. And Best Screenplay Motion Picture, uh, Eric Roth, Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, uh, that's great. And uh, that is also now out on, uh, I saw out on Apple. TV. Yeah, you, Apple TV. You can, yeah. I, I think you can rent it or buy it now too. So uh, I'm sure Wendy and I are going to do a deep dive on it again and, uh, and watch it from our home. It was pretty heavy duty. And we definitely, mm -hmm. when we watched it, we said we want to watch it again. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Well, Haley, another show's down. Uh, we want to thank uh, all the people that are listening to us on Facebook and iTunes and TuneIn and on the airwaves and. Uh, civic media in wisconsin we just couldn't do this without you and uh if we were just talking yourself it would be just a conversation but we have a awesome radio show where we support our community we're still here we are the seventh generation and free leonard peltier now Be my